0: Hello, this is Gurmeher from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 21st of April. A day after the terrorist attack in Jammu and Kashmir's Punj, which killed five Indian Army soldiers, the security forces launched a massive search operation in the forests of the Bata Doria area today. The Army vehicle carrying the soldiers got fire as it was attacked by grenades around 3 pm on Thursday when it was moving between Bimbargali and Poonch in the Rajori sector. The soldiers belonged to Rushtra Rifles Unit and were deployed for counter-terrorist operations in the area. Drones and sniffer dogs are being used to search for militants hiding in the area, which has been cordoned off. A high alert has been sounded in the twin border district of Rajori and Poonch, and traffic on the Bimbergali poonch road has been stopped following the incident. The terrorists had planned an ambush and had identified the area in advance according to military sources. The attacked vehicle was part of a convoy of two, three vehicles. It is not clear how far the other vehicle were from the one that was attacked. The Additional Directorate General of Public Information said in a tweet, and I quote, The Chief of the Army Staff General, Manoj Pandey, and all the ranks of Indian Army salute the supreme sacrifices of five Indian Army soldiers, Havildar Mandeep Singh, Lance Nayak Debashis Baswal, Lance Nayak Kulwant Singh, Sepoy Har Krishan Singh, and Sipoy Sevak Singh, who laid down their lives in the line of duty at Punt Sector yesterday. Jammu and Kashmir Lt. Gov. Manoj Sinha said he was anguished at the loss of lives of the brave soldiers. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh expressed his condolences in a tweet, In this tragic hour, my thoughts are with the bereaved families. The attack comes amid discussions between the military and the government on a proposal to withdraw Rashtra Rifle troops from the valley's hinterland and let the CRPF fill in the gap. The military situation at GNK was also recently reviewed by Union Home Minister Amit Shah. Air India will be investigating an incident in which a pilot of a Dubai Delhi flight allegedly allowed a female friend into the cockpit, the airline said today. The incident that occurred on February 27 came to light after a cabin member filed a complaint in the matter. It is also being probed by the Directorate General of Civil Aviation. According to officials, unauthorised people are not allowed to enter the cockpit and any such entry could be a violation of norms. An Air India spokesperson said the airline has a zero-tolerance policy towards safety and well-being of passengers and will take requisite action in the matter. The spokesperson added and I quote, We have taken serious note of the reported incident and investigations are underway in Air India. We have also reported the matter to the DGCA and are cooperating with the investigations, unquote the DGCE official stated that the regulator is probing the incident and that the investigation team will examine the relevant facts from a technical and a safety standpoint. The incident has raised concerns about the safety of passengers on board and the need to strictly adhere to safety norms in aviation. It serves as a reminder for airlines to ensure that their staff and crew are adequately trained to follow safety protocols and all violations are taken seriously. This morning, a debarred advocate allegedly fired three to four shots at a woman inside the Saket court premises over personal enmity. The woman was immediately rushed to All India Institute of Medical Sciences for treatment and her condition is said to be critical. The police are investigating the matter. This is not the first time such an incident has occurred in Delhi courts. Last year in September, two gunmen dressed as lawyers fired inside the Rohini court killing gangster Jitinder Mann, also known as Gogi. The silence were killed in police firing. In another incident at Rohini Court in April last year, a constable of the Nagaland Armed Police deployed at their court opened fire on the ground following a scuffle between two advocates and their client. The repeated incidents of violence inside Delhi courts raised serious concerns about the security arrangement and the need for stricter measures to prevent such incidents. Meanwhile, the police said, and I quote, we are investigating the matter and strict action will be taken against the culprit, unquote. Listeners, are you curious about the recent two part documentary titled Tarohar Bharat ki Punaruthan ki Kahani that aired on DD News? While the series explores important cultural and historical sites in India and highlights the role of freedom fighters in India's history, it has come under criticism for its lack of representation of women icons and its portrayal of Savarkar. To know more, read my colleague Nikita Singh's report titled "Turdashan Series on New India's Heritage. Focus on Hindu sites, Savarkar as Greatest Hero, No Woman Icons. We're able to bring you such reports and analysis because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. A subscription start at only 300 rupees a month. Today, Right Wing blog, Op India's editor-in-chief, Nupur Sharma, and CEO Rahul Roshan were granted four weeks protection from arrest by the Supreme Court in a case related to a fake story published on their website. The Tamil Nadu police had registered a case against them for allegedly publishing a fake story about the torture of Bihari migrant workers in Tamil Nadu. Among other things, Op India had claimed there were, and I quote, "...Talibani-style attacks being carried out against the Hindi-speaking migrant labourers." The Apex code ordered that no coercive action should be taken against Sharma and Roshan for the specified period. The bench comprising Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandashur and Justice P.S. Narasimha, however, said that it will not entertain the plea to quash the case. The petitioners could approach the relevant jurisdiction high court for quashing the case. The court emphasized that Sharma and Roshan had an alternative remedy under Section 482 of the Code of Criminal Procedure. Previously, the Madras High Court had granted anticipatory bail to Uttar Pradesh BJP spokesperson and lawyer Prashant Patel Umrao in connection with the same case. The Supreme Court had also extended this order to cover all FIRs registered against Umrao. The protection from arrest granted to them is a temporary relief and the final outcome of the case remains to be seen. British Deputy Prime Minister and Justice Minister Dominic Raab resigned from his post today following an independent investigation into formal complaints of bullying. In a letter to Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, published on Twitter, Raab stated that he would remain supportive of the government despite his resignation. He explained that he called for an inquiry and promised to resign if it made any finding of bullying. He believed it was important to keep his word, but he criticised the inquiry for setting a low threshold for bullying which he argued would encourage spurious complaints against ministers and ultimately have a chilling effect on those driving change on behalf of the government and British people. With Rab's resignation, a third senior minister has departed from their post over personal conduct since Sunak took office in October with a pledge to lead a government of integrity. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow.